Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about a very well-known man. And this man is called Abraham and his son Isaac. You can find this story in the book of Genesis chapter 21 and chapter 22. My focus today is on chapter 22 where God tests Abraham faith when you read chapter 21 you're going to find the story of Isaac his birth and how God had fulfilled his promise to Abraham and Sarah but like I said I'll fast forward to chapter 22 so in chapter 22 God tests Abraham Abraham and Sarah had been longing for a son God had promised them a son It took some time until he gave them this son. So finally, the son was here. But God decided to test Abraham's faith. And so, in verse 2 of chapter 22, God tells Abraham to sacrifice his son. Can you imagine? God tells Abraham, to sacrifice his son this very son he's been waiting for for a very long time God decides to say you're going to sacrifice your son and offer your son as a burnt offering to me can you just imagine that to be very honest I'm not the type to question God but if it was me I was definitely going to question God like okay wait a minute God I prayed for this thing. You promised that you give me this thing. You give me this thing and you want to take it away. Really? The only thing that I have, I've learned to love it. I've known how to nurture it. And you want to take it away from me just like that. Why? Just why? Just explain to me the reason why you want me to do this. You know, I don't know what you would have done, but I'm saying this is what I would have done. I would have asked God questions. But there's nowhere in this chapter where you will read anything like Abraham questioned God and asked him, why do you want me to give my only son, the son I love the most? No. Abraham didn't question God. And this is because God does not mince words. God does not mince words. God knew how much Isaac meant to Abraham. Guys, Abraham waited for this son for 100 years. So, it's obvious God knew Isaac was very precious. Isaac was very close to Abraham's heart. And Abraham loved Isaac with everything within him. And yet God still wanted to use this particular son. This particular thing he loved and valued so much. Because you mean, God would have used anything, guys. God would have used anything. God would have used anything. Just told Abraham to use anything and offer the sacrifice. But no, God asked for this one precious thing. Because he knew it would carry weight. It would carry more weight. And we need to learn something from this. The greater the cost, the greater the sacrifice. 
it cost Abraham a lot of years waiting for this son. It cost him a lot of years. Abraham and his wife, it cost them a lot of years. And just look at how great the sacrifice was. The sacrifice for this very thing that cost him a lot. And when you go on to read in verse 3, it says, Abraham woke up early in the morning and prepared himself, prepared his son and his two young men for this journey. They didn't know what was going on. Sarah didn't know what was going on. In fact, on the part where he doesn't tell Sarah about what is going on, I would like to think there were two things playing a role. And the first thing is wisdom. The Bible doesn't tell us that after God told Abraham this, he went to sit down and talk to Sarah and ask Sarah for advice. No. Wisdom. Why wisdom? Imagine if Abraham had actually spoken to Sarah about it. Well, how was Sarah going to respond? Let's say you're the Sarah. How are you going to respond after waiting for your son for a very long time? You know, you get this son at a very old age and your husband comes to tell you to say, God has told me to do this. I don't think Sarah would have been of the idea. I actually think Sarah would have talked Abraham out of it. Sarah would have probably convinced him not to do it, probably advised him not to do it. Let's not forget, Sarah once told Abraham to chase Haggai, and Abraham did just that. Not only was wisdom playing a role here, even faith. Abraham probably didn't tell Sarah about what God had told him to do because he had faith in what God had told him to do. He had faith in God. He knew this son will not die. I will bring this boy back to my wife. I don't need to tell her. I don't need to make her um, stressed and start to think about things, you know? It's probably devastating. But he had faith in God and he didn't tell her. He kept quiet. It's even the same for us in real life. You know, there are certain times you want to do something. You know you can do it. You have faith. You know that it's going to it will bring out a positive outcome. But you still want to ask advice from people. Let me tell you something. I'm not saying advice is bad. Advice is good. But you need wisdom. You need to know when to ask for the advice. You need to look at the situation. You know, some people will give you advice and talk you out of your purpose. Like I said, just imagine if Abraham had told Sarah about what God had told him. And the next thing we should learn is to have faith in, in, in whatever God has told us to do. Let's not always think a certain situation has come to break us. A certain situation has come to destroy us. No, let us have faith in God. Because even in this same verse 3, we can learn something from it. And that is obedience. 
you can imagine it says he got up in the morning prepared himself prepared the young man prepared his son to go there was no hesitation there was no procrastination the obedience was just swift it was just swift he obeyed god and he had all the time he had the whole night to think about it he had the whole night to talk himself out of it and probably even call his wife to say you know what you know to help each other talk themselves out of it he had the whole night to do that because if it's saying as he woke up early in the morning meaning this thing was taught to him a day before or hours before so he had the whole night to think about it and say god i'm not going to do this a bit too much he could have been stressed he could have been restless he couldn't sleep you know he was disturbed about what he was about to do we also experience such things where you can't sleep like we always say we have insomnia or thinking about something we have anxiety you know maybe there's something you did wrong at work and the disciplinary committee called you to say we want to have a meeting with you tomorrow you don't know what to expect it could be them asking you to get back or firing you so you can imagine what he went through and he didn't even have anyone to talk to he was not even planning to talk to anybody he just kept it within himself and the following morning he went ahead and prepared himself that is obedience swift obedience in what god told him to do and there's sometimes where the same example i gave to say you have been called out you even know to say okay this is what might happen or maybe a book for an operation at least you know that's an operation you know this thing is going to this is this is going to happen this is you know there's some sort of explanation but then Abraham didn't have any explanation he didn't know why God was telling him to do such a thing he didn't know why God was telling him to offer his son And from this we should learn that some sacrifices don't always come with answers. Some sacrifices don't always come with answers. So let us learn godly obedience. It is very 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 important. So Abraham goes to this place goes to this mountain with his young men and before they reach the final destination i must say he tells his ma- his men to say stay here i'm going up the hill to worship we will be back he uses the word we will be back you can find this in in verse 5 of chapter 22 he tells his two young men to say we will be back He uses we. When Abraham used we, he was referring to himself and to his son Isaac. Now, this is a person who has been told, "You're going to offer your son as a as a sacrifice," and he's telling these people to say, "We will be back." That's faith, right? That's faith speaking. That's some serious stubborn faith, you know, speaking. And Isaac himself 
decides to also ask his father to say, okay, but where is the sacrifice? Where is the sacrifice? I mean, Isaac must have been surprised to say, okay, we're going to offer a sacrifice, but this man hasn't carried the sacrifice, not knowing he was the sacrifice. And Abraham responded to his son and said, my son, God will provide. That's faith speaking again. God didn't tell Abraham he was going to provide anything. God told him, get your son and go and offer him as a sacrifice. God didn't speak about provision. God didn't tell him, I am going to provide. But I want us to look at it like this. Prophetic. He spoke something into existence. He told his son, God will provide. And so they go up that mountain. They reach that place. Only to find there's no provision. Hmm. Guys. If it was you and me. Self-doubt would have started kicking in now. You started very well. You said with faith. You spoke something into existence. But now that you've reached that destination. And you don't find what you wanted to find. Doubt starts to kick in. Mm, haven't found what I wanted to find, what's going to happen? What am I going to do? How am I going how am I going to go back to those people? I told them we'll be back. I told my son God will provide and God has not provided. What will I tell those people? Now that's us like okay, let me just say that's me. Doubt has started to kick in as a human being, dust has to kick in. That's already a break in faith. You can't start something and not be able to finish it. You can't speak something into existence and start to doubt it. Because even just Abraham saying that God will provide, that's faith. He had faith in God to say God will provide there's so many times where even us as human beings or in situations where we need god to provide we don't have but we say ah god will provide but immediately we get to that place and see no provision we allow doubt to kick in and start to say ah even if i said that i really don't know where this thing is going to come from you have already disturbed something you prophesied you've already disturbed something you spoke into existence you know the tongue has the power to create and it also has the power to destroy you can't be creating and destroying at the same time it will not work if you speak a creation continue move with it go with it all the way so Abraham doesn't find the the provision, but he continues in obedience. He gets his son, prepares the wood and everything like that, ties his son. Yeshua will be like, okay, 
We just have to do what the big man said we should do. Tied Isaac and probably said to prepare his knife very well, ready to slaughter his son. You know? You, can you can you can you just imagine? But then the Bible says Abraham stretched his arm and as he was about to slay his son the angel of the Lord called out to him and said Abraham Abraham do not touch your son that God has now known your faithfulness to him and indeed a sacrifice was provided last minute can you imagine guys last minute he was about to slay his son and the angel of the lord called out to him can you just imagine that so god came through for abraham just as he had expected not only did god provide he also rewarded abraham for his obedience you know you can't agree to do god's work and disobey, and disobey him at the same time you be that's 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 where we find ourselves saying i'm doing everything right but i don't know why i'm not being rewarded for this ask yourself where you're missing it you must be missing it somewhere there must be a break in faith somewhere you started well you got to your destination but you're not being rewarded what did you do when you got to that place and didn't find what you expected to find you know expectations ex- expectations sometimes are very bad they'll always make you feel a certain way about god there are certain things you've been expecting and if they don't come at the time you wanted them to come you start to question god you start to say god is not real i don't believe in god i've been crying and praying for this thing and it hasn't been given to me ask yourself was there a break in faith at any point has your obedience to god been swift or you've been doubting you're doing what he told you to do but you've been doubting all the way ask yourself that one question and i've also realized that from this story we can learn something and that is we should we shouldn't be reluctant towards making sacrifices that are necessary for us to reach our goals you know even in the funniest situations this is some situations that look so easy that look so simple like for instance i have weight issues i want to lose weight you find out that i will fail to sacrifice my diet I'll fail to sacrifice my time to exercise. Even in relationships, you find you're in a bad relationship, you know you're in a bad relationship. But you are failing to sacrifice that relationship because you don't trust God enough to give you something better, to give you a better relationship. You feel like, ah, I'm going I'm going to be lonely. 
this is the only thing that I have. This is the only person. This is the only person that loves me. So I can't sacrifice this thing. I can't give it away. You don't trust God to give you better. It is necessary for us to not be reluctant towards making sacrifices that will help us reach our goals. You know, there's something I always love to say. Until you give up what you want for something you want more, you will always come up short. I'll say that again. Until you give up what you want for something you want more, you will always come up short. And so I have a few questions, guys. Is there anything in your life that is a little too precious? Could you be making an idol out of something that God merely intended to be a gift in your life? You know that sometimes you can idolize things that God gave you and forget God is the one who gave you those things. Imagine Abraham asked God for this son for a very long time and God gave him this son. Just what if Abraham had refused to offer his son as a sacrifice because he had loved him so much? This is these are things we do now. We ask God to give us a good relationship. We ask God to give us a good job. To give us a good life. And we start to idolize those things and forget that God gave us those things. There are times where you have prayed for things. God has given you those things. And you have stopped praying to the God who gave you those things. You're so into those things that you have forgotten. You once asked God to give you that. You've forgotten that you once never had that thing, but you had God. I want us to understand that God is always at work. He's always molding and shaping us for his purpose. And this sometimes comes by sacrifice, by testing, and by trusting. And when these things happen, let us use the story of Abraham as the blueprint for our obedience and faithfulness to God. And it's my prayer that God encourages us to never give up in whatever test we're going through, but to give us strength until we are able to complete it and see his goodness has God asked you to bring a knife to something has God you told you has God told you to sacrifice something has God told you to take something to the altar how are you responding to that are you listening to the voice of God Or have you even forgotten God? You know, God can ask you to bring certain things to you. It could be something good. It can be something bad. It could be, like I said, it could be a friendship. 
it could be a relationship it could be a job anything god is asking you to bring that thing to the altar how are you responding to that god has told you to put a knife to something how are you responding to that are you tell him him god i can't do without this job god i can't do without this relationship if this relationship ends i will kill myself so are you telling god he can't do better he can't give you better how are you responding in the situation you're going through are you willing to take that situation to the altar are you willing to give it to god one thing you should know is that god never reduces or takes away to make us less or to decrease us it's always to increase us god has our best interest at heart and to be very honest god can never let what you lost be the best you ever had the best is always yet to come all you need to do is to trust in him and have faith in him faith that he will see you through faith that you are being tested to testify we all go through tests different tests this was probably abraham's greatest test and i know each one of us go through tests but we are being tested to testify let us have faith in god and trust him that at the end of it all there is light it might be dark but there is light at the end of the tunnel just because there's an end you feel like you've reached the edge and it's over doesn't mean you should give up abraham reached the edge he got to that place there was no provision he had to do what he had to do it was a last minute thing he got his knife stretched his arm and almost slayed his son immediately a miracle came through what makes you think just because you're at the edge god cannot come through if god came through for abraham then he can definitely come through for you all we have to do is learn to trust him and learn to give it to him when it speaks of sacrifices it speaks of anything you can think of the same things in in our lives that actually really need to be slayed things that really need to be sacrificed and we need to take them to him and i hope we'll all try by all means to take after our father abraham stubborn faith to be able to speak things into existence 
to be prophetic, to know how to use our tongue, to know how to create things. Even when you don't have it, you haven't seen it, you just say it with faith, knowing that you say the God who's bigger and greater and a God who can do all things, a God who makes all things possible. Let us learn from our father Abraham, obedience. Let's not be too quick to procrastinate and hesitate. Let us not be too quick to doubt ourselves and feel like we need other people to tell us whether what we want to do is the right thing. Abraham didn't ask Sarah. He didn't even ask his young men if it was the right thing to do. He just went ahead and did it. Can we have the same faith? Can we not allow ourselves to be overwhelmed by situations and trust that God will do better and God will give us better? He already said that he is able to do abundantly exceedingly beyond what you can ask and ever think of. Can you imagine? Let us learn from Abraham to have faith all the way and not give up. Just because you are there and there's no provision doesn't mean God will not provide. I hope we can all learn something from this verse and you guys go through it and read it, try to relate and understand. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. And I pray we will be strong, faithful, and trusting in God all the way. Let's not be weary. Let's be strong in our faith and trust in God. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Until next time on our next episode. See you guys. Goodbye.